Somebody hit the lights so we can rock it day and night. People getting down, that's right. From AM to PM. Everybody looking like stars. All the chicks and the fellas in the bars. All of y'all bumping this in your cars. From AM to PM. Okay, people, it is part two of this week's episode, and um, we're going to be talking Slacks, the new film from Eliza Kephart that's hitting Shudder today. That is correct. So once we've talked about the film, we're going to have a little sit down with... um, yeah, Kephart herself, people. So, I hope you enjoy it. It was a fun conversation. All right, people, let's get it cracking. Sometimes a film comes along, right? You, you see it and you're just intrigued. Right, and I remember Fantasia Festival 2020. There was a film called Slacks, and it, I don't know, there was something that caught my eye about this film, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to see it, which ah, is so frustrating. But it is now coming to shudder, right? Today, it will be there. So, people, make sure you get shudder. Right, so this film is called Slacks. Wait, I might have just said that. I forget. Gah. Right, so um, it is directed by Eliza Kephart, who also co-wrote the film with Patricia Gomez. Now, um, producing the film is Gomez and Marie Gelinas and Shaked Berenson. Right, it is, um, yeah, it's intriguing, <laughs> it's intriguing as hell, right, it's through, um, you know, the Horror Collective, EMA Films Entertainment Squad, and, um, yeah, Kephart's own label, Midnight Kingdom Films, right, so, um, yeah, where to start with this right so the story it is you know it tells the story of a possessed pair of jeans oh yes that's the thing right slacks because ah any normal person would call them trousers trousers not slacks i mean that's the horror that's the horror in this you know straight away just that term ah but anyway, right, it's about this possessed pair of jeans brought to life to punish the unscrupulous practices of a trendy clothing company. Shipped to the company's flagship store, Slacks proceeds to wreak havoc on the staff, locked in overnight to set up the new collection. When the body count mounts, the panicked staff disbands and the struggle for survival begins. It is up to idealistic employee Libby to uncover the reasons behind Slax's blood first before its evil is released into the world. Yes. <laughs> I mean, right? 
and our our fantastic cast, right? So um, you know, we kind of assume all of this through new employee Libby, who's played by Romani Dennis, right? Her boss is Craig, played by Brett Donahue, and um, you know, her her kind of ally in the piece is Shruti, who's played by Sihir uh, Bohani, right? And then the other employees, right? You've got Lord, who's played by King Kenny Wong. You have got Gemma, who's played by Haneke Talbot, and Hunter, who's played by Jessica B. Hill. You know, there's Barb, who's a district manager and, um, you know, kind of overseeing this whole thing, right? The big boss is coming in, right? So Barb is controlling all of this and trying to make sure Craig doesn't get above his station. And Barb is played by um, Tiana Nori. And the crazy thing is, right, to promote this new new line and these fantastic new jeans they have got Peyton played by Erica Anderson and Peyton is a huge social media influencer all right so um yeah well, that is all the um all the people involved and <laughs> oh my gosh this film people it really is great now it opens up right we have the film open up and we've got this beguiling music playing right this um uh i don't know indian music i'd say right and it's playing and you know first we're kind of seeing these fields and as we pull back Right, yes, it's these cotton fields, and we've got people picking the cotton, and we're on this one girl, right, and she's picking the cotton, and we see her kind of slip some into her pocket, right, then she's load up to, finished loads up her bag, and walks off, and we just go past this notice, like, experimental field, and it's owned by the Canadian Cotton Company, otherwise known as CCC, right, so, um, yes, that's the big corporate store, you know, where all of this goes down, so, um, yeah, w we have that, and then, right, we jump to the store, right, we are now there, watching everything happen, right, everything go down, so, at first, you know, we get a you know, it's like the, the genes are transported, so we kind of see that, we're in a warehouse, and then we have the staff on the shop floor, right, so the staff are doing their thing, and you, I don't know, people, have you worked in retail, right, there's a, sometimes there's a certain type of person, right, and, and they have this kind of fake persona, Right, and it's all a bit just 
Oh, infuriating. And those staff are here. <laughs> they work at the CCC. But also, on this day, starts a new employee, Libby. And she is... She is very idealistic, right? She believes that the Canadian Cotton Company, you know, they're ethical. They are so ethical, right? And so she has, you know, she tells Shruti, I have dreamed about working at this place, you know, <laughs> since my 16th birthday. And I learned about all the great work that you do. You know, she is just super happy and super enthusiastic <laughs> you know, he tries to talk to Shruti about bhangra music and Shruti's just a bit like uh no 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 okay so um yeah we are you know we're seeing the film like that and we every now and again we get glimpses of the genes glimpsing of these genes Right, and um, also of our social media influencer. You know, she's talking up her um, her big reveal as she goes to CCC to talk about the big launch. Right, so everything is kind of building up to this moment. And um, yeah, so that evening they're locking up the store and they are turning everything around. So no jeans right the whole thing is no jeans until that moment yep but you know you tell people no there's always going to be someone that's a bit like well i want to try them now and that's what happens an employee tries the jeans on and that starts this whole whole crazy thing and i have to say right it is oh this is fun as hell right because we've got the enthusiastic you know the saccharine sweet libby and she is dealing with these just awful awful staff members so you're getting this weird kind of counterbalance from it all Right, around the store, you've got these signs, especially in the staff areas, you know, like, theft is bad, you know, or make a better tomorrow. And this young Indian girl, you know, with the back shoots drop of all these cotton fields behind her. So there's all these weird kind of um, imagery around the place, which is just a bit like, hmm, weird. But, definitely a thing, you know what I mean? Definitely a big thing with the weirdo retail. So, you've got these staff and they're, they're all a bit backstabbing, right? But we get to watch how, you know, everything just goes wrong. Everything goes terribly wrong, right? Which is all kind of a, when you think about it, it's that kind of look at these these commercial organizations and the harm they do, right? That essentially is the big thing here. But um, yeah, on top of all of that, 
right? We get these great moments, right? So as I said, look, <laughs> Libby talks to um talks to Shruti about like this music, and she talks about this one song, and then you have like Shruti listening to that, song, and the song is so catchy. The song is so catchy, and we get these. <laughs> Just these dance routines, right? I, I, I can't say anymore. You need to watch it. You need to watch it because it is hilarious. It is so friggin' funny. But yeah, if we, you know, we have all of just all this weird stuff going on. All these fake conversations. And then these killer genes. And I think one of the great little bits here is the fact that when you think about classic these classic kind of horror films like the thing and jaws and you know alien right the first alien you hardly ever see the monster right the monster is very much kept for these big occasions and that's what it is with this, right? We don't see the killer genes that much. You know, we see, like, the, the you know, the boxes of them in the warehouse. And, you know, when you have the staff member wearing them and all of that. But you don't see them do the craziness only sparingly, right? Only sparingly, which really does build up that tension. You know, it does make you go, oh. So when you do see like jeans eating someone or just something, it's just like so unsettling, so unsettling. So um, yeah, I think that was a masterstroke. You know what I mean? Definitely a masterstroke there. Just you know, pulling it back, pulling it back. And because the shop is, you know, locked down, right? It's closed for the night and it's stacking. So we get all of these kind of scenes. You know, the head boss turns up. And we get this great bit where we start at the very back and then we pull into him. Yeah. <coughs> oh, gosh. Excuse me, people. But, yeah. So it all kind of really works. And then, you know, the colours that are used, right? Because, you know, it's, it's like when you go to these places, right? They're, sometimes it's like pastel season. And so you get these set colours. And so, yeah, so you get these, you know, business staff can only wear CCC clothing, right? Which Libby finds out at the beginning. So, yeah, there, there's this kind of unique colour scheme to the film. And then when we get these dark, dark killer moments, you know, it's that contrast to it all. And I have to say, with killer genes and everything like that, one of the most disturbing scenes, right? One of the most disturbing scenes is at the very end, right? So we go back to the cotton fields. You know, this is a something that has already happened. And it is just this look that we are 
given by this young Indian girl. It, oh, you know, it, it just, it, it chills you, man. It really does freaking chill you. But yeah, hats off to everyone. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, um, yeah, Eliza and, uh, you know, and crew have really, really put together a fantastic, just a fantastic film, you know? It is, is so fun, right? And, and the story, it's, you know, it moves along at a perfect pace. Right? There's not a moment where you're just like, oh, God, where is this going? Oh, what's happening with this? God damn it, I'm bored. No. But yeah, Eliza and Patricia have really put together something. And the acting, the acting from everyone is fantastic. Like Libby, you know, Dennis, she really gives us this perky you know, enthusiastic, idealistic person, right, it's so believable, and then everyone else, you know, from Craig to um, Hunter, you know, they're, 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 oh man, they're just, ooh, cringy, just terrible, and it's great, it is so great, because you've, you've met these people in these stores, you know, where you've asked for help, and you've got this snarky response, and it's just like, Argh. and then you've, everyone knows the shrewdy, you know, worked there way too long, hates it, <laughs> but not really that enthusiastic about making any changes, you know, so yeah, everything is, oh man, it's very good people, and yeah, it's on Shudder today, so, um, why haven't you got Shudder, right? I think that's the big question you need to be asking yourself because the amount of great films we have talked about and now Slacks is another one of them. So people, once you're done with this, if you do not have it, go sign up. You know, they, they, there's always a seven day, two week free trial. So go, go check it out. And you can enjoy some great, great films like Slacks. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good, thanks. Nice to meet you. Hey, you too. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Hi, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. How's your day been? It's good. I'm getting ready to leave for Morocco tonight, so I have a lot of stuff going on. Oh, damn. Morocco. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just sitting in cold-ass London, and you're getting ready to fly out to Morocco. Look at you fancy pants. Damn. <laughs> it's not for an exotic international film shoot or anything. It's just to go meet with my, with my boyfriend who lives out there. So it's not even for work. It's pleasure. No. <laughs> You're going to be having fun. Why are you doing this? I'm freezing oh, cold here. You're rubbing this in my face. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm a horror filmmaker. I love torturing people. Ha <laughs> ha. 
We used to own Canada. Like, hey like, man, what's going on? We still have snow. <sighs> I'm just saying. We still I need snow. to go. I need to like let's cancel this. This we're done. <laughs> Not putting up with this. <laughs> I'll make her abuse. <laughs> Oh man, have you been doing a lot of press for this? Um, not a huge amount, I have to say. That's, this is the first big press day. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Hmm. Oh man. Yeah. No, this is great. I, it's always interesting when you get to talk to um the people behind something. Yeah. yeah, when you watch, there's always questions, right? It's always like, oh, I wonder how that, and I was wondering if, uh, and then when you actually, you can talk to someone about it, you're like, oh, okay, right, oh, and you want to like make it be interesting, right? Ask something interesting, ask something they don't hear all the time. Oh, oh okay, okay, I've got, I've got a great one, I've got a great one, okay, so, um. How heavy is a camera? I know, that's not a good question. <laughs> I wish I asked. Like, you're just racking your brain. You don't want to be boring and generic and just, it, it needs to be a fun experience for everyone. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> hey man, put it out there. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, fantastic. All right. So, um, cool. Should we get this rocking? Yeah. Should we start? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm assuming they're recording. I think. Yes, I see the recording button on the on the Zoom screen. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Let's start. Okay. So I am here with Eliza Kephart. It's Elsa. Elsa, even. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Elsa Kephart, <laughs> thank you for your time. I appreciate you stopping by Echo Chamber. Um, I feel that we need to get the elephant out of the room first thing, though. Okay? Okay, sure. I know a lot of people are wondering, a lot of people are asking, you know, slacks. Why isn't the film called Trousers? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what uh, are you doing? <laughs> I have exactly the answer for you. Because okay. the whole film started with the word slacks. <laughs> yes, indeed. The origin of the film was myself and two friends on a road trip uh, harassing each other by saying over and over the words that the other person hated. And one of my friends hates the word slacks. And so I was repeating <laughs> to torture her. Obviously, you see, I like torturing people. And, and uh, then it just, I was repeating it in such a voice that it sounded like a villain. And then that's where the idea came that it had to be a pair of killer pants. As uh, simple as that. Yeah. Just, that was the yeah. genesis yes. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It wasn't. Yeah. anything it wasn't like me saying oh i have to write a film about fast fashion and its evils no it was like literally being very silly <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing right you 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 some people you'd be like oh so how did you um 
you know, come up with the idea for gummy bears. They're like, well, we wanted to talk about, you know, the implicit nature of fast food and the evil of, you know, all of these chemicals and they make these homogenous items and it's killing the world. <laughs> then we have gummy bears. They're bouncing here and bouncing everywhere. Do you understand? You're like, okay, yeah, I get it. Ah, oh, it's interesting. But <laughs> you were mocking a friend. Yes. <laughs> and and you came with this film because it opens up with this whole thing and you're thinking oh yeah yeah you know like ethical films and you know, like the way they make clothes and sweatshirt I get it I get it yes <laughs> but no <laughs> I know I feel like I'm disappointing the whole world and yet I'm being honest because I think actually that the because I've hated uh corporate consumer culture my whole life ever since I was a child actually and so I think in a way this has been in my mind for so long that slacks came came out of my mind and I just had to mature for a long time before the idea was ready to be told in the way the it had to be told with what was in my mind with that that criticism yeah that's my excuse <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 okay i get that i get so all right so when do you realize you're now ready right because uh, because i understand there's plenty of times when i've had ideas stories concepts mm -hmm. you know and you'd be like i want to do this now i, I, I want to do but it's just it just doesn't quite work yeah you know, like years ago i was like i'm gonna start a film blog and i it was just like i, I tried to start it with some friends and it just did not work right but now like i you know i've got i'm doing a film podcast but it just happened to be a moment in time when it all was like boom mm -hmm. this can work and it's it's not where it, i want it to be but it, it's still able to do a thing for the time being so mm -hmm. when did you get the thing like Okay, I feel this is the moment to tell this story. Um, it had, well, it was in two, three parts that the, the story progressed. So first there was the, the idea, then we wrote a really bad script. And then <laughs> years later, we wrote a better script, but still wasn't quite there. Um, and we knew because people were like, okay, it's good, but there's something missing. And then mm -hmm. years later, um, just a friend of mine just um, suggested I start, I pick it up again, because he really liked the idea. And we brainstorm a little bit, then I brainstorm again with Patricia Gomez. We were like, okay, we're feeling that this is the time. Um, and then I saw a documentary about fast fashion and it that really is where it gelled. And I realized a lot of the elements in the script came from that, um, not a lot of the elements, but some of the key elements like the, the fashion hauler came from that documentary. Um, and, and so it was just the time was right. I was feeling it, ideas were flowing and the, you know, the crystallization of seeing that documentary made everything just sort of pour, pour out. So that's when I knew it was, it was the right time. Cause people have always <laughs> loved the concept of slacks, like over the years, they're like killer pants. It sounds amazing. <laughs> so I never thought, I always thought there was something there, but I just wasn't quite ready, but yeah, it's, it's, it just takes 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it, it, look, what they don't tell you about Apple and stuff, like the way it all sounds that, you know, Steven Wozniak were in the garage and we're like, okay, I think we got a computer. 
No, they spend ages trying to, I probably, I'm, I'm adding this to the idea. I don't know if it's official, but I imagine they were in that garage for ages before, you know, the first computer rolled out. So sometimes things take time. Yeah, right? and just, that's when they, mind. yeah, and that's when they become, boom, mm -hmm. the great thing. Like how much of like what we see now is from the original? Like what percentage do you think in the, the finished <laughs> product is of original? Uh, two things. There was the concept of slacks that killed people yeah. <laughs> and the character of Libby. That's the only two things that's um, big. Yeah. Okay. Yep, really. And the, the, like, the good-looking girl who gets killed at the beginning. Spoiler alert. Oops. Uh-oh. God damn it. As now if it's such a there's surprise. a girl in it <laughs> and someone dies. Like, well done. <laughs> like, do they need to see the film now? Oh, forget <laughs> it. You, you know everything. You know everything because no good-looking girls ever die in horror movies. No. They always they're live. The ones that say, that's where final girls became a thing. But they're not <laughs> the good-looking ones. They're the smart ones who cannot be good-looking at the same time. <laughs> Maybe that's changed since I was a wee, a wee lass. <laughs> yeah, that, that is... That is the amusing thing about it all, isn't it? <laughs> the way that kind of concept has changed, but no one really wants to point that thing out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh -huh. So you, like, you wrote this with Patricia Gomez. Mm -hmm. How did that work? Because, you know, I, I've spoken to a few people about, you know, writing partnerships mm -hmm. and, it, I, I think one of the most interesting has to be, um, oh my God, the, the two dudes that write The Expanse. I forget their names, yeah. which is really helpful. But um, I, I think what they do is one of them starts it off, sends it to the other one, and then they write the next bit and they kind of red, red rubbing it. Is that what you call that? I don't know. I don't know, it's like back and forth though, but they send it back and forth and write a bit and write a bit and yeah, do it like that, which is a bit like, huh. Okay. No, that's not how we wrote. I'm very controlling. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, and controlling. Yes, that's what it takes to be a good filmmaker. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, no, the truth is that I've been writing scripts since I was 15, so I really can write really quickly and I think I have a very good uh, visual language when I write and I have very clear uh, di like dialogue feelings for characters um, so I will write the script and Patricia will comment on it and give me uh, her her feedback but it's always um, it's not just like she's giving me her feedback she's really implicit or intrinsically attached to the um, creation process yeah so, and, you know, she came up with tons of, oh, I was about to say a spoiler, but I won't, tons of the, of the twists in the, in the film were her ideas. Um, so she's really great at, and she's really, she's much more horrific than me. If you think I'm mean and controlling, sorry, Patricia, if you're hearing this, no, I'm kidding. But she, <laughs> she's just like, no, I'm not, I'm lovely. You're the mean one. What are you saying? <laughs> but she plays really nice, but she's actually really mean. No, she would laugh so hard if she heard me saying this. Um, 
but she brings out a lot of the horrific gore elements like she's much more gore slasher than me so she was like oh no we really need this to, to push this bit um and and, and she'd be like oh well because it slacks is a slasher right so she knows the yeah. slasher grammar really well she's like well in a slasher here this is where you this happens this happens i was like oh okay so so she contributes a lot to that um you know and she'll she's she's really great at um at pointing out things that don't work like characters that sound false, you know, are pushing me mm. to actually make the script as best as, as it can be, because she's also a producer. So she's a great creative partner in that respect. Yeah, that is, I feel that's a pivotal thing to mm -hmm. any sort of creation. You, you need people around you who help. You know, they're, they're, they're um, scaffolding, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, to, to the piece rather than you know just critics yeah who just stand and be like ah oh, i don't know i don't really like that i mean like, okay um what is it you don't like well i don't know you just don't i don't like, like that's really helpful thank you <laughs> right, come again <laughs> oh no oh, i've had so many of those people read my scripts and i like just want to throw it across the room no patricia's not like that she'll really like pinpoint why it doesn't work um, she's really uh, very detail oriented. So she really like up until the last thing, she'll be like, no, it's still not right. And then I want to throw something at her. I usually throw a pencil. And, uh, but I know that in the end, sometimes I'm like, no, that's enough. Um, but most, most of the time I know that if there's something that doesn't quite work, it's because there's something that doesn't quite work. So, so I really listen to her, um, to her creative input. Yeah, I mean, how was the the editing kind of process with this? Because usually, you know, you you hear that people will view it with a load of people, then they'll get that reaction from them, and then they might make a few little edits. But now, there's no viewing in groups; it's all online. So, how yeah, how has that been? That whole process of kind of you know just finishing it off and going okay that's it that's the that's the end product we're putting out well we finished it before COVID hit so we were able to have people in the room giving us their commentaries I mean it's it's as it usually is the first cut is super painful and like the editor and I were like you know shocked and and not sure what to do and I was um you know, it took me a while to, to sort of pick myself back up. And everyone was like, no, but it's almost there. And I was like, what do you mean? You're saying it doesn't work. Ah. <laughs> so it was really hard because the tone is really bizarre. Um, it's not really a horror comedy. It's one of a French Canadian critique critic called it a sat satire horrifique, a horrifying satire, which I think is more accurate than a horror comedy. Because it's not like, it's funny, but it's not a comedy. Yeah. It's, not horror it's not scary. Um, so yeah, getting that tone was absolutely the hardest thing and getting the slacks character in because we couldn't afford as much to shoot as much as we wanted to, obviously, that's even if you have a hundred million dollars, that's the case. Um, and so we had to really chart out where slacks was missing and how to, to, in a very economical way, create a beat of slacks presence so that we felt slacks was always sort of lurking around, so that was really difficult. And then 
you know, having to reshoot some scenes that didn't work, having to shoot additional material. Up until the end, we were <laughs> we were shooting like little bits here and there, like stealing a shot in the in the in like the edit room, stealing a clock shot to make sure we had this clock going, this like clock theme going. And um, it was hard. It was really it was stressful. And Miranda, the editor, and I are friends, so it was very big stress on our friendship. <laughs> we came out of it like she's awesome. She's she's such a talented editor but um and you know with the producers it was also very difficult it was very stressful that was i would say probably the most stressful part that and creating the pants that was really stressful to know whether it was going to work <laughs> uh -huh. yeah the pants and the editing <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean hey it works right it, it definitely works because i mean one thing that you know I like is when you have something like this, you don't see like the big bad all the time, mm. right? So it's fleeting glances and then it's just like, ah, suddenly it's there and then you don't see it for a while. You know what I mean? That really builds up the tension. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know? Great. I have to say, right? The end, end is freaking chilling Ooh. right and, and it's just because i don't know as you see you know it kind of it's a, a flashback to the beginning kind of and then you see the, the girl turn around mm -hmm. and i don't know what it is it's just that it's just like mm -hmm. oh no just because like after because everything that we now know and then you just had this fleeting moment mm -hmm. of this girl turn and look at you and like don't look at me please don't <laughs> Damn it, it wasn't me. <laughs> it's all of us. That's the point. <laughs> no, I've never worn a pair of slacks in my life. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that actually was, I wouldn't say it was an accident, but it's it was a happy accident. Um, I was doing, I did a lot of research. Like I went online to find photos of child workers in India and videos and all that stuff. And there was one video, one, it was like a, about child laborers mm -hmm. and there was a, a, a scene or um, it's not a scene but a, a moment when the camera was following this young girl walking down the a field and she turns around and looks and I was like oh my god mm -hmm. so I knew then that I had to put that in the film uh, yeah so it didn't come and and also that came with building the slacks character as the Kirat character Mm -hmm. because we had to we that's a, one of the reasons there's a lot of of uh, posters of of in the film like you'll see yeah. posters of the the kirat sort of avatar um we had to build the feeling that not just slacks the pants but kirat the soul was in it mm -hmm. um and so we really had to to build that and and finding getting that footage um and interspersing it in the film really helped as well to, to build like a, an affinity for these pants. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Like it must be good to kind of have, this is what your last film was like 2013, right? Yeah. So you know, that's a bit of a gap to this. So it's yeah. like this, you, know, you want this to be good after all that time. You're like, oh, yeah. God, how is it going to be received? What's it going to yeah. be like? And yeah, you know, you, yeah, you killed it. 
Like, this is a great film. I, oh, I, I, I honestly enjoyed it. But sometimes, you know what I mean? You watch something and be like, ah, oh, God damn it, now I've got to speak to the creative team. Okay, what can I ask without saying it's great? But no, this, this I did really did enjoy. You know, I was, I was disappointed, right? When um, a certain person bites it, I was like, oh man, <laughs> damn it. Thought they were gonna make it. Oh. But um, yeah, no, I, I really didn't because I've worked in um, I worked at a cinema, right? I, I had that whole fake. Hey, we're all gonna be great. <gasps> the bus is here. The bus is here. Yay! 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 And all of that, and you're just like, oh, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just like that gave yes. me flat, that, that gave me PTSD. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was years ago. That was years ago. Come back, come back. <laughs> well, that's the the real horror of Slack to me is that corporate cu culture, that corporate mind control. Mm. You know, and it's no accident that Harold Lansgrove escapes, that he doesn't get killed, um, unfortunately. So I'm yeah. glad that that brought you chills. I mean, I've never really, I've never worked in retail, but I worked as a temp, and a couple of times. You know, I was the sassy temp answering the phone and I just saw this corporate bullshit and I was like, how are yeah. these people working in this toxic <laughs> soup all day? This, like, I'm here just for a day and I want to barf, you know? Yeah, it's, so, it's not fun. <laughs> no, and I think it's, it's, it harms people's souls, honestly. It's, it's, mm. it's uh, very detrimental to, I think, to people's well-being. <laughs> but yeah, it was you know, a, a fitting kind of um, canvas for this story. Yeah, it worked. Like, how was the casting? How did you find all of these um, yeah, very talented actors and actresses to be in the film? Just through the regular casting process, we had a casting director in Montreal who put a call for entry for a, a call for casting um, across Canada. And we just got all these people and it was great. I mean, Craig, we were hoping to get um, more of a name actor, but no one was really biting. And so at the end, I think it was like a week out of the shoot that I was like, okay, we have to find someone like these. And these guys are not answering. We need, we need the main character pretty much, the secondary lead. And so we just like, you know, had to a mad dash across Canada to find him. But um, it turned out he lives in Montreal, but he's from Manitoba. So that was very funny. Um, and then the only person that we didn't do casting, like regular casting for was Kirat. Uh, she came through the um, choreographer who did the slacks dancing. I'm not giving anything away here. Um, uh, so she, I told her, you know, we're going to need to find a young girl. And she she had sent me a video of her, a, a dance class she teaches. And I saw this little girl in her video and there was something in her gaze and her energy on the screen that was like, oh my God, I'm terrified of this kid. So I told her, who's this? I want to see her. And, uh, and she brought her in and, you know, she's not an actress at all. She's, but she's a dancer, which I think is sort of performative. Yeah, you just told her a couple of things like here, look over there, or pretend you're struggling, and we're like, oh my god, this kid's awesome. <laughs> so, 
but it was uh, the casting director couldn't find anyone honestly we had to go through the south asian community yeah interesting yeah i think maybe because south asian families maybe don't uh maybe it's not as accepted to go into acting although shruti was is south asian so i don't know I, I i think it's you know from like friends and things that i know it's just like sometimes you know the parents are mad liberal and just like whatever you want to do whatever mm. makes you happy sometimes it's just like nope when you grow up you're going to be this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you've got to do this and this is you know so yeah i think it really does it depend yeah of course you know which is yeah it, it seems crazy but Oh, I understand. And, and it's true. I shouldn't generalize. It's uh, totally depends. And the, the parents were very excited. They came on the set and they were just totally thrilled that their young girl was in this film. So they were very chill and like excited. So maybe it's just not something that some, some parents think is possible for their children. But yeah, I'd love to see her in something else. She was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, it like, yeah, I, I think there were no, um, there were no moments in the film where you're just like, ah, oh, it's a shame about that role. Or mm. like, that was the only bad bit, you know, Grr, okay. But yeah, no, it all, all worked. Yeah, I liked it. And yet the, the, the whole music bit was, that was a pleasant surprise. I was not expecting that. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, and then you just find yourself be like, okay, that's a beat. That's a beat. Okay. Okay. You're like, no, keep the music going. Come on. Everyone loves that song. It's like a, you know, in a, from a sound bank that the music supervisor. Oh, really? Loved. Yeah, yeah. We I wanted some. I wanted an old classical Bollywood f- song, and it's so expensive. We just had to go with this, like, this version from a sound bank, but it turned out totally great. It's very catchy and everything. Yeah. Did you get that song? I really want it. I want it. <laughs> I assumed that was probably, you know, a big, you know, a, a, a big slammer of that, of that <laughs> moment, right? <laughs> no, we could not, could not afford that. No way. I mean, Bollywood songs, like, I, I did a lot of research and you know, on YouTube, they have millions and millions and millions and millions of views. Yeah. So as, as soon as that's there, they know that they can make money from their song. Mm. That's fair enough. <laughs> you couldn't yeah, afford it. No, true. Yeah. So it, it, music, music rights, and all of that thing is it, a crazy. It's a crazy thing. Yeah. A crazy thing at times. You know, where you you because you don't think about that aspect of a film. Right, you, you think about oh the script and the you know the directing and the acting and all of that, but and then suddenly you know you'd be like, oh that's a great song in a film. Why did they have that song? You know, and then you, you you speak to people, you find out it's like oh yeah, we couldn't have the rights for that, and then we tried to get that, and oh that was a last minute addition because you're like, oh okay, <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> Sorry, we just have one one final minute for for a final question. Thank you. Cool. Um, so now you, you know, Slacks is done, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's just going to be hitting, you know, the greater world next, uh, next Thursday, right? So, right. Um, yeah, what then? 
What's what? the plan? Well, I have several projects because oh. I'm a Gemini and I'm always writing too much. Um, but <laughs> the next project I would most like to do is a TV series uh, that I've co-created with Patricia Gomez called Sweet Blood. And it's our interpretation of, uh, of the vampire myth. If vampires were um, genetically uh, crippled humans who came to think after thousands of years that they were actually a superior race. And then one of them escapes the vampire world and lives in the suburbs with his human wife. And then his family comes to for help because they are dying and can no longer reproduce. So it's like... Oh, so vampires are social media influencers. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I see that for sure. <laughs> this is our, like, our, we call it our vampire drama. So there's definitely a comedy, but it's more, um, it's more about uh, alienation and how the modern society, we are really atomized and alienated and they're brought into contact with this this, this vampire community that, that are almost like commun communists and for whom uh, our North American or Western culture is repellent. And uh, so it, what happens, it's like a clash of civilizations. Uh, yeah. Damn, all right, that sounds great. Okay, right, as we go, let people know where they can find you, you know, so you can follow you and track all these great <laughs> ideas and projects that are coming. They can find me on Facebook. I'm not on any other social media because I'm not a big fan. Nope. <laughs> Stay in my cave and go off to a small town in Morocco and, and uh, feed goats when I'm not <laughs> making films. <laughs> so yeah, no, people can find me on Facebook. And, um, and yeah, feel free to reach out. I always answer people. So I'm happy to chat. Splendid. And so yeah, Slack's hitting shudder oh this is gonna be good people this is gonna be good make sure you watch it and um Liza hopefully we can chat about you know what comes next yeah, yeah for sure. when you're ready to talk about that for sure nice thank you for for your questions oh yeah no what I forgot to how much does a video camera weigh yeah that was a big question I wanted to ask yeah it depends they, they, there can be some very slim light ones and very heavy ones so well there you have it people <laughs> <laughs> now we know outstanding <laughs> enjoy the sunny climate of morocco well yeah i freeze in london yeah, i'll just watch slacks again on trio okay i will <laughs> <laughs> and hunt down that song <laughs> Awesome. Okay, thank, thank you. You, you bet. Really appreciate. It. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Okay, people. So that's it. We are done on part two of this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Go watch Slacks. It is so, it's so good, people. And if you don't have Shutter, why the hell not? Right? What are you playing at, people? Go get it and enjoy the fun content. All right. Until next week. Peace.